Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Let's make it happen. It's the early line right here on SportsGrid on a Friday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined by Donnie Wright, side DRS. It's a big day. Game number four in the NBA Finals. How are you feeling? Hey, a lot to look forward to. Energized, refreshed, and ready, even if some things didn't go my way yesterday. Positivity mm. is the name of the game, and I'm ready to provide that today, Kevin. That is very, very important. It is good to hear. Uh, as I said today, game four in the NBA Finals, that one uh, quick turnaround, uh, if you will, that the series will provide. The Heat, a home dog once again. We will get to that in just a couple of moments here. But we started off with the Stanley Cup Final where the Florida Panthers pull one back the first game in Florida, and it is a 3-2 overtime victory here as the Panthers now keep what feels like their Stanley Cup playoff final hopes alive. Yes, and they certainly did that in overtime victory. And basically, you're looking at whoever wins this game. And if it was the Golden Knights, probably going to lift the Stanley Cup going up to 3-0. But if the Panthers had won, that gives them life and also a little bit momentum heading into game number four. Exciting game across the charts. Anytime you get overtime in a Stanley Cup final, you're going to sign up for that. Except for me, because I just needed the Golden Knights to win last night, and they did. Uh, we almost had a little sweep going on with the same game parlays, but the one-two switcheroo carried the day. Again, that was a 3-2 final with Verhage finishing it off in overtime. In NFL news, the Minnesota Vikings officially released Dalvin Cook, their Pro Bowl-level running back for a while now, has seemingly been on his way out the door, uh, though it is not official that he has been released, which is why Mike McDaniel has had to tiptoe around answers around Dalvin Cook at press conferences. A lot of people thinking that that will be Dalvin Cook's inevitable landing spot with the Miami Dolphins. Yes, what are we getting? A little Chris Paul feels here in the NFL. Oh, we're going to release the guy. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. It hasn't been done yet just at this time, but Dalvin Cook is going to help a football team. If Dalvin Cook chooses the right situation with a solid coach and a game plan, he'll be really effective, Kevin, in 2023, no doubt about it. Yeah, we will break that down, but not the only bit of NFL news that catches the eye. How about the Carolina Panthers? I mean this. Give this team credit. No wasting time. No pretending. No, hey, we think Frank Mike, Frank Wright could be our week one quarterback. Does he make sense? They draft Bryce Young number one overall, and they open it up here with Bryce Young as the top quarterback on their depth chart. I absolutely adore seeing this out of the Carolina Panthers. 
Yeah, Frank Reich's been around the NFL before. knows how the interworkings of organizations aren't, particularly being a backup quarterback himself. You drafted the guy number one overall. You traded up to go get him, and you're going to try to tell us, like, you know what? Man, Andy Dalton's slinging it around out here at camp. I don't know where this kid fits in. Stop the man. This good move by the Panthers. Let the kid take the reins from game one, and away you go. Absolutely. So, look, Bryce Young right now is the second choice to win Offensive Rookie of the Year at plus 450. Double that price is C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson at 9-1. But the favorite, Bijan Robinson at plus 300. I'm sure the Falcons feel great about that pick this morning as they watch Dalvin Cook get released for nothing. Eighth overall, right? Yep, eighth overall. Nailed it. Uh, we also saw the Broncos, mm. Donnie, go out there, get in the mix, and make a move for another AFC West player, staying in division. Frank Clark, a longtime defensive lineman with the Kansas City Chiefs, joins Sean Payton's group here as they're going to look for a big bounce-back season. Firstly, we bring the radio audience into the fold here on a Friday morning, the early line, Sirius XM, Channel 159 here. Frank Clark to the Denver Broncos can never have enough good pass rushers. It's a nice addition, but also, Kevin, as you just brought up, isn't it so much more sweet when you take that guy from a division rival and add him to your team, mm. therefore weakening that team and strengthening yours? That's a good move by the Denver Broncos. Love pass rushers. Bring them all off the edge. Let's go. Absolutely. So how about yesterday, Major League Baseball here, a couple of results catching the eye, including Jose Barrios having a nice game against the Houston Astros, a 3-2 final. Boy, did it feel like Toronto needed this one, and they got it in comeback fashion uh, as this was a 2-0 early lead for the Astros, but Barrios able to buckle down, keep him in check, and again, Toronto gets an important one here. Yeah, after Manoa getting absolutely blown up on the mound, when you have your stoppers and better pitchers on the mound, you expect good performances, and that's what you're getting now out of Toronto. Some optimism north of the border now, it looks like. And again, I say important. I know that they, they have been winning games against Houston here, but in, in front of them, the Yankees win. Orioles win. Rays six in a row because all that team mm. does is win baseball games. A team that does not win baseball games. New York Mets, oh boy. Things are not going well for the Mets. Uh, yesterday, if you were to tell them, I mean, is this maybe the greatest crystal ball of all time? Hey, Spencer Strider's on the mound. You're going to go out there, and you're going to score 10 runs if you're the New York Mets. And it's a 13-10 to 10 loss in extra innings there. Ozzie Albies with the walk-off homer. Yeah, Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, probably so angry he raided six to seven companies and crashed them into the ground just because he can do that. What's next for the Mets? You're going to up your payroll another $300 million to try to win baseball games? Not good up there in the Big Apple. Not good. I mean, though, the, here's the thing, Donnie. It's on the board. They can up the payroll if that's really what it comes down to. But again, this is, Tough I mean, you just can't be giving City. up 13 runs. Yeah, well, no, Yanks are doing their thing. Yanks are doing their thing. A little split with the White Sox. Uh, also, DRS, uh, Kershaw that? yesterday, again, just fantastic yeah. against the Reds. They get the job done 6 nothing. I mean, well, come on, man. You're letting this guy pitch into the seventh inning. Haven't we learned in the past you're supposed to pull Kershaw in like the third or fourth inning to mm. save him for September? Thank you, Mr. Roberts. Let him pitch. He's a good pitcher. Desperate Dodgers. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Right here on Sports Grid, it's the early line. We begin with the NBA Finals, where tonight the Miami Heat will attempt to even up this series at two games apiece as game number four is in their building. But it is the Denver Nuggets in control, not just with their series lead, but according to their series pricing, again, this would be suggesting that things are over. Denver was minus 1,200 upon their game three win. It has since come back a bit down to minus 1,000 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. And I think the question, as always here, is attempting to figure out where things will move. There is no game over the weekend, so uh, this game here tonight on a Friday, when we are back on a Monday morning, we will be able to kind of reset where things are at and see how things have shifted before they do play again. But if you look right now, with this minus 1,000 price, Donnie, I'm not going to ask where this would go if it's 3-1 Denver, because it kind of doesn't matter. $3,500, it doesn't it would be a price that says series done, done, done. If Miami is able to make this 2-2, where do you think we reset the odds on a Monday morning? I mean, to be honest with you, it, it does, it's, it, the things hasn't computed here for me so far. And we talked about yesterday, what was it, plus 750 for the Miami Heat to come back and mm -hmm. win the series, even though they're down 2-1, but in their own building, can easily make this a 2-2 two -to -two series. But I figure, if the Miami Heat win, just based on what we're saying, I'm being honest here, if the Denver Nuggets are minus 1,000 to win the series, the Miami Heat win, and they hit into there by half, minus 500. You say, that's a ridiculous price. A 2-2 series, a best of three. One team is minus 500. Kevin, I actually think that the Denver Nuggets at the FanDuel Sportsbook, even if the Miami Heat win tonight, will be a minus 500 favorite with an even slate with three games to go. That's just the way it's been priced here. And as you see some of these numbers get accelerated here, the later you get into the series, you're right. The Denver Nuggets win. They could probably just take it off the board at that point because it won't make any sense on what that number actually is. But I honestly can see a 2-2 series price, Kevin, minus 500 on the Denver Nuggets. So here, so here's the bit with that. I, I totally agree with you. But it's kind of it shows how, again, strong this current number is. Because on one hand, you're saying, hold on, we're 2-2 and we're minus 500. But in another range, Donnie, one game they're going to cut the odds in half. Like that is also a, it's that is a big move from minus a thousand to minus five hundred, right? I I would feel silly if I told you they'd go down to minus three hundred. They're not going to move it 
that much there. So I think you're, you know, probably on the money would be justified in that. Well, listen, two of the final three games are going to be played mm -hmm. in Denver there. What world could Miami possibly rip off three consecutive wins to avoid a game seven in Denver? We're going to have the Nuggets big favorites in that basketball game. So you're going to remain now. There, there is nothing Miami can really do to get back to I don't even know if Miami could ever get to a series favorite again. I get, I mean, if they're up 3-2 going into game six, but it'd be light because they're still going to book Denver as a favorite in that sixth game with game seven on the horizon. So think back to kind of where some of those Boston lines were when the Heat had a 3-2 series lead heading into their own building. To focus in, though, on some of the stars here and what's going to be most important heading into this game four, I continue to bring up Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler rightfully received all the praise in the world throughout this postseason. What he did against Milwaukee is as good of a single series as we've seen in recent memory. Against the Knicks, he was great. He did miss a game, though, turned the ankle. You wonder if that at all lingers in any way because Jimmy's not been the same guy anywhere near it since the Milwaukee series. Jimmy Butler, as we've mentioned, since that series against the Buck finished, just one performance of over 30 points and it was game number one against the boston celtics jimmy butler last game donnie saw his points prop drop all the way down to 24 and a half for the first time in this series he did deliver an over and they've jumped it back up now to a 26 and a half 27 and a half type of a number if the miami heat are going to get the job done it's I don't think it's a situation where they need Jimmy to score 35, but they should be able to count on Jimmy Butler at least once in this series to get them 35. I don't think that's a ridiculous ask. I don't. For, for a guy that correctly found himself viewed as a top five player when the postseason begins, I do not think you are asking for too much by saying, I need you to give me 35 at least once here, Donnie. And boy, is the timing right as they try and you know, avoid a 3-1 deficit going back to Denver. And playoff Jimmy Butler, like for me, is not only getting close to 30 points, Kevin, right? Because we know his regular season average at 23, 24 and a half that you would see on a night-to-night -night basis at the FanDuel Sportsbook for his points prop. But playoff Jimmy Butler means to me taking over the game, Kevin, 30 points there, seven assists. 11 rebounds saying this is going to be my team tonight on my court and I'm going to will this team to victory because it isn't enough here for me Kevin for him to score 30 points and you're right the last game that he did play hey look at that man close to 30 points in the game Jimmy did his thing Jimmy wasn't efficient in that game we need Jimmy Butler to shoot 20 times and make 12 of those field goal attempts Kevin we need him to be an absolute monster on the defensive end and also keeping his team involved because as you know if Jimmy Butler is hot and getting buckets whenever he wants to you know what happens to the defense the Denver Nuggets, they start to collapse on Jimmy Butler, and that leaves wide-open three-point shots, making life easier for the Vincents, for the Duncan Robinsons of the world to make those wide-open three-point shots on your home court. That's what I need. It's not so much that the points I'm looking for Jimmy Butler. I just want to see him involved in every single facet of the Miami Heat game plan. That's playoff Jimmy to me. But I and I think for for Jimmy and you're right. You want to see him be able to fill up the rebounds category, fill up the assist category. No reason not to hit this now. I like his rebounds plus assists over tonight. 
That number's 12 and a half. I think it's a little bit light coming off of a game where That's he nice. only gave you six total in that category. He has gone over that in each of the first two games in this series. He has gone over that number in 10 of his last 13 playoff games there. And he's not missed that in back-to-back -back games since he missed it in Boston in the first two games of that series. Jimmy has been very consistent in this market, Donnie. But also, if you were to kind of circle another thing for me, it is the free throw attempts. He's attempted 11 free throws in this series total. Total. Go back to the Knicks series. He had 11 free throws in all but yeah. one of the games of that series. He has to be relentless getting to the basket. I, I, I'm I, not trying to take credit away from Denver because they've done a really nice job. They've got size on him with Aaron Gordon. Jokic has been much better defensively in this series than some of his past reputations would expect you to believe. But... Again, attempt to get guys in foul trouble. Be relentless in your attack. That is an absolute must there for Jimmy Butler. Speaking of Nikola Jokic, though, Don, again, when we talk about kind of what is expected of this guy, we'll get more to some series averages in a moment. But we are now 30 and a half for a points prop. We are over in terms of an expectation that this guy is going to be scoring 30 points. By the way, favorite average to get a triple-double in the basketball game. That's where we are now with Jokic. The expectation, a 30-point triple-double in the NBA Finals. And that's just what we anticipate from him every night. And when he does get it, it's like, oh, what was wrong with Jokic, Kevin? He didn't have a triple-double last night. Yeah, on the biggest stage, you're supposed to do it every night. But that's how good a player Nikola Jokic is. Now it starts to get interesting, too, because you know me. My favorite prop bet of the entire series so far in game number three there Nikola Jokic go over his points prop. Why? Because I just thought they found something out the Miami defense where we'll let him get his get his stuff off, but then everybody else will sort of collapse on them. Didn't work because another player on their team, Jamal Murray, actually got a triple-double. If I'm looking at this game, to be honest, you get that. It's, it's almost like that iframe, Kevin. How's it line up? Ooh, 29 and a half. Let me buy in. 30 and a half. Ooh, that seems a little bit too high. I do think if you're asking me right now, free bet, Donnie, what does Nicole Jokic do tonight? Absolutely dominates and gets into the 30s. That's just the way I feel yeah. about how good he is and where his game is right now. Which is understandable, right? The, the look, they've not been able to keep him underneath 25 points yet in yeah. this series. But could one of those games be in line? It, it's it's of course on the table there for the Heat, but apparently though the plan, let him look. They just gotta let him score forty, Donnie. First four, first possession of the game, just keep let him get to the basket. He scores forty. Denver automatically loses. It's worked like gangbusters so far. Uh, some series long player props coming up next, right here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. 
That means your priorities are vanguards too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. right here on sports grid sticking with the nba finals as it is a big day of course in the association and there are some series long player props that i want to get to here i want to just start with the superstars and their series averages the these are numbers only available for Jokic, murray bam and jimmy and see if there feels like there's any juice on any of these numbers that would be worth betting if you look right now to give people an idea just to take nicole Jokic, it's 31 and a half for the series you have to factor in where he is right now which is 33.3 points per game so you have to try and figure out well what do i need if we go five games six games seven games so on and so forth there right so if you go five games this series Jokic is going to need 58 total points so it's actually below that marker right now his prop tonight is 30 and a half if it goes six games he needs 89 points it's a smidge underneath it, right? And then if you go seven games here, the full distance, he's going to then need just to touch over that 30-point-per-game performance there. And where this series-long points-per-game average factors in and feels a little bit more comfortable, right, is if you trust either a really big performance or or a really low performance coming in, where maybe you don't have the exact game nailed down. But, Donnie, if you believe that Nikola Jokic is going to have another 40-point game at some point in this series, then over 31-and-a-half, while he's already averaging over that number, is a great bet right now. Similarly, though, if you think the Heat are going to slow Jokic down big time, all for, you know, guns blazing to keep him underneath these markers here, that's when the under would start to make sense. Yes, and I think the, the game plan that you're putting forward here is the correct one because if you're Eric Spolstra, it's very hard to stop a superstar MVP athlete and say, well, let's just shut him down. Why doesn't every team then just say, let's just go shut down the superstar? Harder said than done, but at the same time, if you have some success early in the season, or excuse me, early in the series, sometimes you have to still change things up, Kevin, because if you saw the last game, Jokic was absolutely dominant all over the place. So Spolstra are going to say like, oh, look at this. Uh, it didn't really work all that well, but let's just let Jokic get his once again. No, sooner or later, you're going to say, all right, the Bill Belichick method. I know what you're trying to do. You want to give Jokic the ball. We're going to try the be our best to keep the ball out of Jokic's hands and make everybody else beat us. And if Jamal Murray goes for 45 a night and other guys step up like KCP, so be it. We lost and they were just the better basketball team. But if I'm looking to be honest, the 31 and a half, I'd say to myself, I would like to go over that total because I think Jokic mm -hmm. is going to have big games. But I know the Miami Heat just can't do that. So what we're saying is we still tried that strategy in game number three. It didn't work. We're going to try it in games four and also in games five where Jokic runs it up and you get beat and say, man, Spo, what kind of deal was that? Like, yeah, well, we just wanted Jokic to get his. It doesn't make sense if he could continues to work if you if you hear what i'm saying i think they need to do what you just said look we're going to try our best just to shut down Jokic. if everybody else around him performs above their capabilities and we lose i'd rather lose that way than say hey spo what happened i, I don't know we just let Jokic get 42 you know 21 and 16 every game and he ended up beating this no kidding right 
The thing with that, though, is just two games ago, Donnie, the full narrative was let Jokic score every possession yes. and you will beat Correct. the Denver Nuggets, right? Correct. I, I Again, it's not going to be... The, the, I just don't... I think doubling Nikola Jokic has proven to be a, a bad idea time and time again. It feels like Jokic... Like, I think you would agree with this, Donnie. More likely, Jokic scores 40 in this series or underneath 20. With the, with the remaining, you know, kind of runway that we have here with, with Nikola 40. Jokic. I think it's far more likely it's he hits 40. 40, right? Yeah, so sure. that's that's kind of my thing with a number like him. Jamal Murray's average live right now is 25 and a half. It's basically identical to what he's bringing to the table in terms of a, a per-game player prop there. I don't think there's as much juice. Jimmy's number's really interesting as it's 23 and a half for the series on Jimmy Butler. He's currently at 20.7 points per game. If Jimmy scored, so we just talked a lot about Jimmy having a huge game, right, DRS? If, let's just say yeah. Jimmy gives you 35 tonight, and then this, and they win the game, and this series goes six, and you know Denver finishes it off, right? Jimmy would still then need to average 22 points per game over the back two. As much as I think Jimmy can and should be able to hit 35, I also don't think I can rule out another Jimmy Butler game in the teens. I would think that Jimmy isn't under right now on the 23 and a half because as much as I think a ceiling game is still in his back pocket, I also think one of those floor games is right in range. It makes some sense from what you're saying. And also, sometimes, Kevin, just read the odds makers here. They'll tell you their hand without even actually seeing what they have. Why? Jimmy Butler's over is 23 and a half, as you stated. A plus 108 price. When I look at that, and maybe to the untrained eye, you go, now hold on. We're saying right now, do you hear what Donnie and Kevin are saying? Is playoff Jimmy going to come back? Is he going to have that 37-point game? If he does, that's a shoe in here. So when you post that 23 and a half going, hey, most of the playoffs, Kevin, that we've been looking at Jimmy Butler – his, and, like, that's regular season numbers. Playoff Jimmy, he's been at 26 and a half, 27 and a half, 28 and a half points here. So I think I'm getting a steal at 23 and a half. But yet again, if that was really a steal, Kevin, wouldn't that be minus 115, minus 125 price here on the over saying, hey, we're going to juice it if you want to take that. That number looks really easy at the FanDuel Sportsbook. But to me, again, just watching the NBA games, I do think Jimmy has to be more assertive. I do think Jimmy Butler is going to shoot at least 20 times per game on the way out, knowing that if they lose, he said, hey, gave it my best. I just wasn't efficient or good enough on the offensive end. I don't think it's going to be one of those performances where it's like 13, 14 points where he only shot nine times. Now, granted, he might go 7 of 25 from the floor and end up with 14 points, but I don't see Jimmy Butler being non-aggressive here. I still would lean towards the over, but buyer beware, Kevin, as we like to say. That 23 and a yeah. half just sticks out like a sore thumb right now to take it to the over. Now, I think that that makes a lot of sense. The BAM prop is plus money, but if I know you, you'll like over in this one because I think, I think it makes plenty of sense. So BAM right now is averaging 23 a game. The, if we go five games, BAM and Abayo needs 39 points in the next two. So 20 and 19, one big game, one mm -hmm. low game, however yeah. it works. The thing with BAM and Abayo, DRS, is the volume is now for three games been there do I have any reason to think that's going to stop? Like, last game, by the way, 21 field goals for Bam Adebayo and 10 free throw attempts, that really should be a 30-point performance. And if by any world Bam Adebayo touches a 30-point night, you can absolutely sign, seal, and deliver this type of thing. And for Bam right now, 
Again, there's there's just too much volume on the plate, Donnie, for him to finish with that. Oh, wow, Bam didn't show up tonight. 12-point performance. I, I, unless, and because I was trying to think about kind of how does that happen. And it's basically a world where Jimmy Butler finishes with like 40, I'm not even trying to be funny, like 40 field goal attempts there. And just Bam Adebayo just never had the basketball. Wouldn't I think that Bam number, when you consider what he would need to average, which is basically 20 a game for the rest of this series, no matter how far we go, the volume is too good, I think, Donnie, to pass up on. It really is. Now, let's take a look since Boston game number three of Bam Adebayo. 13 points, 10 points, 16, 11, and 12. And you say, come on in that Boston series, Bam. You're just not showing up. And we were basically yelling at him throughout the network, most people. Hey, Bam, you got to wake up if you want to win an NBA championship. He has woken up, Kevin. 26, 21, and 22 in the NBA Finals. Now, hear me out on this. How do I always approach things, Kevin, right? The NBA superstar, when things are going good, is Bam Adebayo going to be like, let me just go back to that Celtics series and score 10 points here tonight and see if that works out for us? No, 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 no. You ride the hot hand in the NBA. Look at the shot attempts, Kevin. Game number one, 25. Game number two, only had 14 shot attempts and still got over the 20-point threshold. Game number three, 21 shot attempts. If you're asking me right now, forget about the actual scoring. Does Bam Adebayo take 20 or more shot attempts tonight? I would say absolutely yes, and therefore I'm going over that total. It just makes too much sense. Bam Adebayo is basically a 20 and 10 guy here in the NBA Finals. He's not just going to sit back and say, hey, you know what? We're down 2 1 in the series. Let me let some of the bench guys get off. No way. Bam's going to step up tonight, and it doesn't always mm -hmm. guarantee in points. But all I want to do is, and you would agree with this, just give me the volume. Give me the adjustments yep. here. Give me the chances. And if Bam ends up 6 of 26 from the floor, I'll just put my hands up like, you know what? I'd bet it again knowing that I think he gets 20-plus shots in this game. Yeah, totally agree. Look, the in terms of the series leaders, most points, rebounds, assists, they're all Jokic, right? Points, minus 3,500 Jokic. Assists, minus 390 Jokic. Rebounds, minus 1,000 Jokic, Okay. Look, you could try mm -hmm. and make an assist argument because Murray's leading in the category right now. I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Murray's assist prop tonight, seven and a half. It might be time to sell high and go under. Jamal Murray is the favorite throw in the finals made threes market right now at minus 135. Then you then have Gabe Vincent at plus 100. And then essentially it's kind of name your price, name your player because everybody's so far behind. Jamal Murray, though, is behind Gabe Vincent right now by two made threes. And that is, of course, incredibly relevant to me. I think the wrong guy's favored here. I think Gabe Vincent's volume has been consistent. I think Gabe Vincent has overall been consistent. And is coming off of a really poor shooting game here, Donnie. I, I think that Jamal Murray right now, again, volume-wise, is averaging less attempts per game than Gabe Vincent here. And I, I just expect more of a bounce-back game from Gabe Vincent playing at home. If I'm betting in the series made threes market, it's Gabe Vincent at plus 100. Yeah, and also, Kevin, let's take a look at this, too. Playing in elevation, you figure that's going to be a detriment to most players. So let's just say the series, which, again, is not going to end tonight, and it goes back to Denver. That's what I'm actually looking at, Kevin. Take a look at this. Five of ten in Denver and four of six in Denver in games one and two from three-point range. If he can go off tonight, let's say go off, make three three-point shots, and then go back to Denver. Mm -hmm. It's not saying, oh, boy, he really struggled in Denver. No, his confidence is really high once they go back to Denver here because he's played well, particularly from the three-point line. Absolutely. So a lot of good stuff there in the NBA. We'll get back to this in hour number two as we preview game number four. Some best bets, some same game parlays, everything that you need. But coming up here on the early line, some legitimate NFL news involving Dalvin Cook mm. being released and Bryce Young being QB1 in Carolina. Keep it right here at SportsGrid. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Football Friday? Yeah, I think it applies. I mean, it's yeah. June. I think, I, think, I think it's more than fine here. Plus, we've got some, some big-time NFL news. Dalvin Cook released. Well, soon to be released. I don't know what the waiting is, but Dalvin Cook will be released by the Minnesota Vikings, become a free agent, and then eventually land elsewhere. I just want to make a point to start here, though, Donnie, because this move is happening, and everybody keeps talking about Alexander Madison taking over, and I know that running backs are kind of seen as interchangeable, and for the most part, they are. But make no mistake about it. The Vikings are downgrading at the position, not upgrading. This is not Zeke and Pollard. Dalvin Cook is not washed, is not useless. And Alexander Madison is not Tony Pollard here. This Minnesota Vikings team that last season a lot of people thought could go out there, win a division, did win a division, right? But lost in the playoffs to Daniel Jones and company. Well, they just decided to get themselves a little bit worse here as Dalvin Cook is being moved on from. It's all about money. Sometimes that's all it comes down to, Kevin, because you're trying to weigh the risk versus reward. Do you think Dalvin Cook's going to make it through another season? Do you already see the decline? Because the one thing we don't know, Kevin, we're not in the building with the Minnesota Vikings and what they see on a day-to-day basis. We don't know the actual medicals on Dalvin Cook, which when he gets released, he'll be able to submit those medicals to every team around the league. Healthy, not healthy, maybe a little bit of a bum knee. We've seen that shoulder injuries, you know, leg problems at times, but that's what happens in the NFL when you are a running back here. You are going to get all of those car crashes per se on a week-to-week basis but having said that you're right I actually love the Minnesota backfield over the past couple seasons Madison is a very capable running back but capable in the role where you don't really get a ton of fall off if you take Dalvin Cook out of the game and a guy you can trust now he gets thrust into that starting role which means what Kevin more wear and tear on him as opposed to Dalvin Cook when it was looked at like 
let's just say like a 70-30 split for Madison getting into the game compared to Dalvin Cook. We'll see how he handles it. But in the NFL, it's usually all about the dollar signs, and that's simply what it is. I don't think anybody around the league, unless we don't know the medicals, are saying, boy, Dalvin Cook's a shot fighter now. Good luck to whoever gets that guy. No, there are teams that are going to go after Dalvin Cook knowing that, hey, if we manage this guy and give him around 200 touches a season, we don't overuse him, he can be really effective and take over a football game. And that's what's important. Dalvin Cook's going to find a home here soon. And, and you're look, I'm not sitting here saying, well, I can't believe that they've made this decision, right? It's, it's not that surprising because of the way running backs are often treated. I'm just saying that I, I think the, the tone of it, because we knew it was coming, it's like, all right, they moved on from Dalvin Cook, pay no mind here, right? Like if the Giants, Donnie, ultimately were like, you know what, we can't get a deal done with Saquon, just cut him. It's all good. Just cut him. We're going to elevate, you know, Matt Breda. We're like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? What's going on? Are the Giants crazy? And the Vikings are doing this. We're like, well, Alexander Madison has had some good games when he's filled in for Dalvin Cook, so this much must be a layup of a move. No, it's not a layup of a move. And again, the Vikings are not even favorites in the NFC North. Detroit Lions love. Plus 145. Man, I can't wait to be in on the Jordan Love gang. I, I mean, excitement. I've been waiting for been this, waiting though. You know it. this, Donnie. Yeah. You, you know this, DR. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say, because then we'll kind of talk about Dalvin Cook landing spots, just whenever I see those odds win the NFC North, is there any team more like that where the books kind of have been able to say, man, what a bunch of frauds they like they do with the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, there's not a, a bit of Minnesota Vikings pricing that factors in a group that was 13-4 and four last year. I mean, they could absolutely care less here on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Yeah, we're just not anticipating them to be a contender this year, which, again, is use that laughable say, oh, it's Kirk Cousins' team. There's no way they can win. He's a very good regular season quarterback and maybe, quite frankly, the best quarterback in that division now as it moves on from you know the Green Bay Packers shifting hands over to Jordan Love. But, yeah, we're not trusting the Minnesota Vikings. And can anybody say that they lost Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook in one offseason? He didn't actually improve your team here. You're just sort of clearing it out for your coach. And, quite frankly, the thing that I think is so hilarious is this is one of those years that if you kept Alvin Cook, you kept Adam Thielen, we'd probably be saying like, oh, add one more player. He might actually win this division and be a favorite to overtake the Lions as if the Lions have been dominating the NFL for the past 20 years. The Lions had a good season last year and we're ready to move them up on the pedestal. Imagine if the Vikings just kept decent players around. We'd probably think they were still the best team to be in that division. Yeah, it's actually a, it's a legitimate solid point there. So Dalvin Cook landing spots. This might be a gigantic waste of time because boy is every indication that he's going to the Miami Dolphins. So I guess we'll just start with that and then see if there's other places that you think make sense. Miami's current, you know, running back depth chart, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr. And then, I mean, that's the top two on that on that backfield right now. A-Chain, the, the rookie uh, out of the SEC, is in the mix. We'll see kind of situation here. Dalvin Cook to Miami, is this something that you like, you love, is it are indifferent on? What do you make of that kind of move? It would be make sense, but also like you sort of got that same players. You got that just brought up Devin A chain, a guy that can just blitz and get off it and hit home runs there. They have a couple of those players. And I'm not gonna say he doesn't fit in Miami because Dalvin Cook basically would fit everywhere. You know, he's from Florida, so South Florida particularly. I think he would enjoy going back there. But sometimes, Kevin, it is about the money here. But what is one team that we always bring up, Kevin? Picture just the last two years and you go, man. 
If they finally found that running back, that would make a big difference in their offense, which is already elite. It's the Buffalo Bills. Every time a yeah. running – think about this, Kevin. Last year they go, yeah, you know what? Eh, we're a little bit in on Alvin Kamara. Nah, we'll just keep the guys that we got now. Uh, you know what? Christian McCaffrey's up. If we make that move, we'd probably win the Super Bowl. But, oh, it's a running back. We don't want to give up too much. Like a first-round pick for McCaffrey would be ridiculous. We, can't, we just can't do that or see ourselves doing that. It feels like the Buffalo Bills are just waiting for that running back to come in and say, help out Josh Allen. He doesn't have to be, quote-unquote, the lead running back on the team anymore. It fits yeah. too well in the Buffalo Bills. But typically for the Buffalo Bills, as they just need a running back, and they just piecemeal it together instead of going on getting a legitimate guy that can actually carry that offense. My thing with, with Dalvin Cook is, again, so like you're, and I understandably the eye darts to A-Chain, but Moster and Jeff Wilson Jr. are also solid running backs there. Like it's not and that Miami has a, 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 a glaring hole at running back. Is Dalvin Cook still interested in, you know, bell cow level workloads there? Like, wouldn't he walk into Tampa Bay and just be the guy by a lot? Isn't that how that would go? Is is there is Tampa Bay does Tampa Bay make phone calls anymore though? Are the Bucks tanking? I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. But yeah, NFC South is up for grabs, as far as these eyes can tell. I, just let me, and we'll get back to the NFC South in a moment here with the Carolina Panthers. Also, though, can we get? I just I would like more creativity. I feel like in this in this Dalvin Cook mix there, I'd like for the Chargers to pick up the phone because Austin Eckler's a wide receiver, and that, and and enough's enough. I, I'd like them to ch to make a phone call here. I just think more teams should be involved in Dalvin Cook. If everybody could use a running back, then I don't understand why he's basically already a Miami Dolphin. Let's still talk a little bit about Bryce Young before Donnie and I get into Bryce Young. Here is Bryce Young yesterday talking a little bit about I believe being QB one in Carolina you know to be a part of this organization and you know everything that's happened before this point you know it's pointless so uh for me um you know I want to do everything I can day in and day I still think it's a process you know I'm grateful to be accepted by a team like I have been it's an amazing locker room a great group of guys um you know it's been great to be a part of it um and you know I want to continue um with that I think that that's not something that you know it's just you're just entitled to and even if you know you have a certain level you know if, you know that it, it's all you know it's a day-by-day -day basis you know you have to keep doing that so i want to keep pushing myself uh keep leaning on my teammates keep doing everything i, I can to prove to them that you know I, i'm i'm dependable and i want to do everything i can to help the team um so, so yeah again i'm grateful for for all the guys that have been so welcoming to me um and you know i want to bryce young saying all the right things which is what you would expect from the young quarterback there, DR. Why are you looking so far off screen? I mean, you found like your man. I mean, my goodness. Let's... I mean, Dalvin Cook was so electric. He shut me down for about three or four seconds. Yeah, I just couldn't even believe. Or, or, uh, yeah, exactly. Wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it, man. See how much uh, I missed on that there. clip? What did he say? Was it entertaining? Mm -hmm. Was it good? <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly. Uh, Bryce Young, QB1 in Carolina. This is the bit for me, though, that I, I, I keep kind of yeah. pulling back to. The Panthers have a legitimate chance to win the NFC South. I, I don't, that's not a hot take. Like the favorite in the division are the New Orleans Saints, a plus 135. The Falcons are booked in front of Carolina. Stop the mad. I mean, okay, fine. Bijan Robinson, you, the expectation is he's going to have a monster season. There's some people that think he could have the best statistical running back season on the board, actually, this coming year. Okay, fine. But if I, again, Darius, crystal ball, 
Panthers win the South, is Bryce Young not automatically then rookie of the year? Yes. Rookie, let me tell you something. Panthers win the NFC South Rookie of the Year. Are we leveling up here, Kevin, and actually trying to start no. talking about maybe an MVP season at no. this point? You took no. about a horrible no, to, football to team that. last year, trades up to get the number one pick, and if they win that division, he's got to be putting up some nasty statistics down there. Well, look, they. here's my thing. So people kind of sometimes... When a division has a down season, they're like, oh, that division's going to be terrible forever. Remember when the, the, the NFC East had a bad year? And we were like, I mean, the NFC, I mean, come on. I mean, what's it going to take six wins to win this division next season? No! That's never how that works. The, a division is never just awful for 10 straight years, like, a, across the, the board like that, okay? With that said, right, so it's not that, oh, the Saints are only going to win eight games or – Carolina won seven games last year, Donnie. It, this is not a four-win football team. They made a massive jump to get up, up to number one. I think that is maybe a little bit forgotten here by kind of the way some of the prices check in. He's not walking into a situation devoid of opportunity and talent around him here. I'm not saying that he walked in and he's now playing alongside, you know, the best weapons in all of football here, but Bryce Young is not in a typical number one overall slot. He did not join the worst team in football. He joined a team that was 7-10 last year and finished second overall in the NFC South. Yeah, but it was a bad division, though. Like, you weren't looking for anything for the Carolina Panthers last year. And coming into the season, there aren't, quite frankly, high expectations on the Carolina Panthers. But if he is installed as a day-one starter, this team wins the division. There's 17 games in the season. That probably means, Kevin, they got maybe 11 wins out of their rookie quarterback. And he would have to perform at a high level in order to do that as well. That's why I'd be given the looks there. If it's going to be rookie of the year, yes. But also, you will get MVP looks if you take the Carolina Panthers with a division win into the playoffs. You just it's the way it is. I don't I don't think I don't think it has to be that. I really don't. I it's not, not every quarterback that won a division was getting MVP looks. That's like Kirk Cousins wasn't in the MVP con I mean they threw Justin Jefferson in there maybe for a little bit. But I don't I don't think it's just as simple as coming first place and all of a sudden you're the MVP. But again, offensive rookie of the year, yes. Are you also surprised since the odds are up here, Donnie, at the gap between Bryce and then the rest of the quarterbacks there? Like, isn't CJ just as much of a guarantee to be the week one starter in Houston? I mean, I, I guess, but again, we're, we're drawing straws here on some of these football teams because quite frankly, I don't know how much of a leap the Texans are going to take, but I just figure that it's a better scheme and a better system here that you're possibly looking for the number one overall yeah. guy and also winning the division. The Jaguars are going to win that division down there. We're talking about Carolina with the possibility of winning their division. That's what helps. All right, well, we'll continue to follow these odds and follow the news. Up next, though, we're talking a little uh, off the map, if you will. Keep it right here. Mm. It's the early SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Sitting here big time, folks. This weekend in Champions League final between Inter as well as Manchester City. Man City is a huge favorite as they are looking to Inter Milan, of course. Perhaps I'm not not giving everybody the the full game (sighs) there. What? Uh, Why? You blew Did you think I was going right to say uh, oh. the 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 long version? Not going to happen here. Man City is minus four twenty to lift the cup. It's down to minus two twenty if you play triple money line there. Uh, as there is no draw in line, you could though have going to kind of that full extra time there, which is where the plus three sixty tie would check in. Man City's looking to finish off a treble type season here. Uh, DRS. I mean, I know that you have been cracking uh, the the tape here following along with Champions League through and through. I mean, the people are are dying for your thoughts heading into the match. Well, first thought was when I see Man City versus Inter, I'm like, man, Messi's really making moves. He must have won a lot of games in the past 24 hours to get into the Champions League final. But obviously, it's Internationale that's up there at a plus 550 price at this point. The first thing I have to say, now the treble, you know, fishing hook and, and, you know, go fishing with treble. So it means you have to win multiple on, tournaments here. And how important is this anyway? Yeah. And why do we care about the Champions League over the EPL? Explain this to me in the next minute. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a that massive time? deal. It's it's essentially the competition between all of the best clubs in the world because it's not like where in the NFL all the best football teams are in the NFL. All of the best soccer teams are not in the Premier League. I mean, is this but Man City did Cup win for? the Premier Come League. On. No, it's not. Like that's club football versus international football there. So those are totally different things here. Look, Can't here's buy. the deal, folks. Erling Haaland, minus one thirty five anytime goal scorer here. He's got to get one in the Champions League final. Can't see it any other way. That's where I would be looking in this game. And if you thought Donnie's breakdown on soccer was good, I have a guarantee. Mm for you that we will bring tennis into the fold in our number two starts with stanley cup playoffs man we are we're getting a little frisky here on friday morning reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) that's definitely not a problem Uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. 
That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.